Jab, 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 right cross. For the people who don't know, jab is the, the punch that you do with your front hand. So if you are a boxer, si eres un boxeador, the jab is the front punch when you do it. And why is important to master this move? Because it's a way to test the opponent that you have in front of you. And if we want to move this wisdom to business, the opponent is the market. So we need to test the market. We cannot directly with a right hook or with a right cross. We need to always check with these jabs. What do we want to find out with these jabs? The speed of the opponent, the way that the opponent reacts. Is the opponent going to counter, va a contraatacar or no? You want to test all those things. And we can take that wisdom and apply it also to the dating market, el mercado de las citas. You don't want, that's why in the first date, you don't want to spend 300 soles like huevonazo because that is not a jab. That is clearly a right cross. And many times your right cross is going to end in the air. So I want to focus today just in the business part because I can see many people struggling in life, wasting their money in endeavors that don't have a future without testing first the ground. Before starting, I want to say thanks to the sponsor, as always, inglesparacholos.com. If you want to join the wisdom, if you want to join the winner team, go to inglesparacholos.com and please spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Spotify. So time to get started. If we are talking about business, the first thing that comes to our mind is what we are going to sell. The product, the service, whatever you are going to sell, that should be the way that the, the first thing that we need to focus our attention. Um, how can we test this idea of spending the less money as possible as a job? A job is something that you drop, it's not going to take you a lot of energy and you are still covering your, your face and your body. So what is that job in product? The name of that is called MVP, Minimum Viable Product. Let me show you how I did it with English and then we are going to scale that to marketing and also to publicity. When I started uh, the idea of promoting English here in Peru, I started with a podcast. Why a podcast? Because it was something that was within my area of expertise that was talking, even though it was a language that I was still mastering. I'm still mastering these days. But the podcast was the easiest way to check if people follow or not the idea of English. I realized that I had back then in time like 20 or 30 followers, 20 or 30 seguidores per day. And some people would say 20 and 30 followers is nothing. For me, it was quite a lot because we need to analyze this. Was a podcast in English when people didn't know what was a podcast and also in English. So you need to do or we need to do things that test what people are willing to pay for and willing to follow. The next way of my MVP was offering like coaching one to one, 30 soles per hour. Later, that became 100 soles per hour. And I remember at the end, I was selling the coaching one to one in English for 400 soles per hour. That was my way to start testing the grounds. Uh, now, what is not the way to test the ground? That is how most people make the, the mistake. Let's say, let's, let's try to keep the same example of English. They say, okay, I'm going to rent a brick and mortar, un espacio físico, to give the classes in person. I'm going to hire a teacher in a payroll in planilla. So now I have fixed costs. I have the rent, I have the payroll. So that is going to load a lot of stress in your person. And when you have a stress, now you rush to sell. And now you look needy, you look desperate. We always should keep our fixed costs as low as possible. And many people will tell you that business are risky 
but are risky if you don't know how to run business. I can tell you, most of my friends that we have more than 10 years, more than a decade <laughs> doing business, we can tell you that business is very similar than poker. If you have a winner hand, you play your winner hand. If you don't have a winner hand, you fold. No, no, no juegas. You, you just bring the cards back. You only risk strong when your hand is strong. If you are just testing, you go little by little, baby steps. So that is the first one. And of course, I don't need to mention this, but if you are in a hurry, if you are in a rush for making money, many people will rush the process trying to do as many things as possible, try to go crazy with the first attempt, and that's when people lost their money. You never want to risk 100% of your savings. You can test with 5%, with 10%, so you always have at least a little like six or seven chances to try again. Now, we already mentioned the part of the product, that is the main thing, the product, the service. Um, by the way, always, whenever we are going to offer something, Try to put in the shoes of the customer. If you were the customer, would you buy knowing all the things that you know about your product? Would you buy your own product? And if the answer is yes, okay, feel comfortable. If it's no, why is not? I can tell you this. When I started the service of Inglés para Cholos, I always asked my previous teachers and also the, the director of the Institute IPM, Instituto Peruano de Marketing. His name is Jaime. And I remember one time I speak with him and I ask him, hey Jaime, why courses has an end? ¿Por qué los cursos terminan? Shouldn't courses be open like a gym where you always go to learn what is new? And he said, I have the same idea, but it's difficult to sell that to the market. So, and it's, it's true. At the beginning, when I was offering Inglés para Cholos, was difficult to, to explain that the system was open, that it never ends because you never finish learning English and you never finish learning about sales and, and branding and those stuff. So that is the thing. We need to offer that thing that the market is craving and the best offer is the one that the market doesn't know that requires, but he really does. Let's go to the next one, that is the publicity. In publicity, again, we have to go jab, 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 right cross. What is the job of the publicity? Nowadays, I would say is the social media ads, five soles. If you are in Peru, it's five soles. If you are in other country, it will be maybe one dollar and a half per day, per day. Five soles is nothing. And when I say this to the people, people say, yes, but I don't want to waste money. And I tell them, motherfuckers, you're wasting with a girlfriend on a date 200 soles when you go to a restaurant. When you go to the hotel with jacuzzi, that is 120 soles. When you, some people, even worse, I have friends that they take their new girlfriends, not their old girlfriends, their new girlfriends on vacation, they spend more than 3,000 soles and they don't even have a business. They are employees. I mean, if we are going to spend 3,000 soles or even 300 soles in a restaurant, wouldn't it make sense to first invest that money in our own asset that later is going to produce more money so now we can invite all the women that we want without struggling? without having the stress that where are we going to get that money from? By the way, if you follow my YouTube channel in Spanish, you know that that was part of the topic, that why a lot of men are having erectile dysfunction, dysfunction erectile, is because they have too much stress also in the financial side. So investing five soles in publicity is nothing. 35 soles per week in something that you are offering. Of course, at the beginning, there's a high chance that nobody will come for your publicity. Maybe you invest 
three weeks, four weeks, and nobody comes, but always try to check the price per click. How can we lower the price of click? So every day you start changing something. Now, if you have a little bit of more money, I would say instead of uh, investing five soles, invest 10 soles. You run two publicities that are pretty much similar, but always twist, change some words here and there or change the image and check the ones that is performing the best and delete the other. That is how we have to do with publicity. Nowadays, I can tell you that sometimes you don't have low publicity. Sometimes there are publicity that I have, for example, that it costs me uh, nine cents per click. That is still fucking low for, for most of the people's standards. But if that's nine cents publicity per click that I can make 3000 soles every time someone buy the system makes sense. So it's at the end is what is the ROI, the return over investment of your publicity. And by the way, if you master the art of publicity, that is one of the best investment, not even cryptocurrency, not even Bitcoin can give you the return that a good publicity will give it to you. Now, of course, this is not sexy. Nobody's going to tell you this because everybody wants you to buy just the cryptocurrencies and the shit, but nobody wants you to know that you can run good publicity. The next one is content. And in, when I talk about content, something happened again. In the same way that when I talk about publicity, people tell me, no, I don't want to waste my money. <laughs> when I talk about content, no, I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> and again, motherfucker, check your social media. How much time are you spending scrolling without reason? Your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever Facebook that you have. If you allocate a little bit of time, not a lot, I would say like, if you just allocate like 20 minutes per day crafting a good strategy to promote your social media, that is, that is going to help you a lot. I can tell you, I and this is something that we should consider, every powerful person is some kind of influencer. People say, I'm not an influencer. Every powerful person is some kind of influencer. And even the people that you don't know that have money, they have their own influencers. So the question goes like this. Do you have money to hire influencers? And if you are starting, you don't have the money. I can tell you, I started as a business person, not as an influencer. And even with money in the bank, I figured it out that was not a good idea to have influencers. Why? Because if you hire influencers, yes, they are representing your brand, but basically they are reinforcing their own personal brand. So whenever your competition want to hire them, now your brand goes with them. All your effort goes with them. So you are, you depend that they are kind with you. So you don't want that. I will say always, you can work with other influencers if you want, even though it's very ugly. Most of, I can tell you, I have, I know many influencers that they have one tenth, un, un decimo. They have one tenth of the followers that I have and they want to charge me $500 or $800 per publicity. But again, these, those motherfuckers. So that's why we need to find what is the easiest way, the path of less resistance to create content? In my case, if you check my YouTube channel, it's just, I just open the webcam. I open the webcam. I talk about something. I don't even edit the video. Whenever I have to drink water, I do the same that I do here in the podcast. I just pause the audio, pause the video, drink water, and again, uh, put play again. So how can we create content in a way that is almost effortless? Um, that is going to help us a lot for many reasons. First, it's going to decrease the price and the money that we spend on publicity. Because when you start creating content, you start to understand better the market 
and that can go into your publicity copy. Second, people that see you on your publicity already saw you on the content. Even if you are starting, if a person knows that you are creating free content, that gives you a lot of points because scammers don't give value for free. Scammers always want to take fast. So that is a way to give more than the average person that is just a taker. And second is that you gather people that have similar interests to you. Sometimes I hear this on social media and they say like, it's not what about you like, it's about what the market like. But I prefer to follow T-Pain, Rapero T-Pain advice. And he said, do the thing that you are cool with, the, feel, the thing that you enjoy. If you like something, there is a high chance that in the world, in the 7 billion people world that we have, at least one little percentage of people are going to enjoy also the thing that you like. So now there is a higher chance that you can sell to people that are similar to you and have similar interests. Now, here is a little thing that I want you to, to remember. I call the POMS. What is the POMS? It's product, offer, marketing, and sales. Those are the four things that we need to apply JAP. The product JAP, I already mentioned, right? What is the product JAP? Testing your MVP. The offer is understanding what is that thing that the market, that the people want to listen, and that's what you need to craft. The marketing, in marketing, I'm talking about your um, posts on social media and also your advertisement. So the money that you spend on ads and the time that you spend in content, that is the marketing. And the sales is basically your website and your uh, WhatsApp, in my case. How do, you how do you close these sales? It's like when you, are, you go to the club or you go to, let's say that you meet a woman at the park. You talk with her, you chat with her, okay. You already have her confidence, her trust. Now you are texting on WhatsApp. You need to close that date. You need to close that sex, right? You're not going to just keep texting her. You need to get together. The same happens with customers. If they already like you and they are going to go to your WhatsApp or to your website, we need to have a compelling website that close sales. And also, if they go to your WhatsApp, you need to have a nice copy of sales. So they see that, okay, that's time to pay and they pay. You want to close sales fast because as you can imagine, most of the people, the money is like a hot potato. As soon as they have money, they want to spend it in something. So if you sell fast to your people, understanding that you have a good product, because that is the base layer of the thing. If you have a good product and you sell fast to your prospect, you are helping him to invest his money in a smart way. That's what I tell the people who buy English para cholos. Whenever they join the program, the 3,000 soldiers, you make yourself a favor. Instead of wasting that shit in going to concerts, in traveling around, in inviting the, the prostitutes, you invest that money on yourself. Congratulations. So that is the first thing. Uh, some extra thoughts before wrapping this podcast is uh, we need to have awareness. What is awareness? Is pay attention to what is happening in the world. Most of the people now, they are with depression, with anxiety, so they only can see their own problems. There's no way that we can do a, generate an impact in the market if we cannot solve our own mental problem. And most of the time, these problems are stupid problems. And talking about stupid problems, now I'm giving coaching to English teachers. So I'm not teaching English to the English teachers. I'm teaching them how to monetize better the English. Because many teachers, they sell their time by hour and that is not going to help them and it's, go it's not going to help the customers neither because it's too slow, the process. So I'm coaching these teachers 
And most of them, they tell me the same, that their customers are struggling with anxiety. Sometimes they open the camera, they're trying to do the class one-to-one, and they, the students cannot articulate the sentence. And it's a student that used to speak well. So that is a parallel problem. If we want the person to learn a language, for example, that is just one of the fields. If we want the person to learn a language, we need to fix the parallel problems, your mental stability, the way that you handle your schedule. What days are you going to do your practices? What days are you going to uh, um, learn new words? So we need to dissect the process as much as possible and prevent all the distractions. And one of these big distractions is anxiety. I'm teaching these teachers how to teach their students how to cope with anxiety. And that is an interesting thing coaching teachers of how to deal with their students. That is a, another business that we are going to check other day. Um, some bonus tips that I want to include. Make bonus tips. Make the process as convenient as possible. We need to understand that we are going to spend a lot of time if we want to start our own business. So try to make it friendly. How not to do it? Let me show you how not to do it. For example, I have a friend he was selling este, dumbbells, mancuernas. So he was delivering by himself the dumbbells to each house. Sometimes they will call him from, I don't know, pues San Juan de Lurigancho, and he lives in Surco. He will take like one hour sometimes in the traffic. He will go there and then they will try to negotiate the price because they will pay in the moment. <laughs> so that is how not to do it. Always try to place the conditions since the beginning. And I understand some people will say, yes, but... I will sell faster if I don't put conditions. Yes, but if you don't put conditions, always you are going to be at the mercy of the people who are trying to buy you. And if they have power, the more power that they have, now they are going to negotiate yourself and always your margins are going to be low and you cannot reinvest in your person or in your business. That's the first one. The second is time in the game. I was checking this stat that if you want to be in the top 1%, no not 10%, 1%. In the top 1% of all the podcasters of the world, you have to record 21 podcasts. The moment that you record your podcast number 21, you are in the top 1%. Why? Because most of the people, they record one podcast, they record two podcasts, three, oh, nothing is happening, they stop the process. They don't know that if you just record 21 podcasts, you are in the top 1%. Of course, I'm not saying that if you record 21 podcasts, you are going to make a living and cover your expenses, but at least you are going to be able to be on the top of the people and have an idea of what the market wants. The same happened in all the endeavors. Most of the people, they test something from one month, two months, it's not working, okay, let's stop. No, it's exactly the first filter. That's why many people fail in business because it's not like a job that they pay you per month, but precisely that little difficulty that little struggle is what allows us to see like a big, big opportunity when you call the threshold. The other one is obsession. We need to obsess about the right things. People obsess about what? About love. Oh, they are thinking about the Nalgona from the gym. Oh, at what time she's going? How can I approach to her? That is bullshit. By the way, I was listening a podcast of... Um, one of these guys, the Jiu-Jitsu, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu fighters, the, one of the Gracie family, uh, he's 71 now. And he was saying, you never need to worry about attracting women. You just need to worry about being the kind of man that the woman desire. 
Because if you become that man, the woman will come to you anyway. And both things require effort. Why not putting the effort in increasing your value? So it's another way to say like, please, attract, don't chase. Um, obsession is everything. Always looking tools. How can we make the process better? Um, starting from the product, for example. In English, paracholos, as you know, I have a warranty that if you don't learn English in six months, I return you twice your investment. By this moment, it will be six mil soles. But now people are learning more or less in three months. I want to make it even in two months. So always count how can we make it even faster? What are those little things that we can make it smoother? So it's obsession and try to learn in the same way that we are learning now from boxing, right? Boxing, how can we bring boxing to a business? Also, how can we bring other techniques from music, from podcasting, from stand-up comedy? <laughs> you, you, you can imagine all the places that are trying to look from fresh ideas to bring to the system. And that is my job. That only happens when you are obsessed with the right thing, by the way. Uh, the other one is gather a team. And when I say gather a team, not necessarily means hire employees. It's just surround with people that can give you value, or at least you can start having meaningful conversations. In my case, I surround with a lot of people that are good in sales. Now I'm surrounding myself with a lot of English teachers. I want to learn also their struggle. Um, I'm surrounded with freelancers. So as Andrew Tate mentioned one time, if you surround yourself with rich people, eventually you will become rich because that's the only thing you are talking about. And uh, I'm trying to be more specific. I want to meet people who are in sales, people who are in education. So I can learn from their expertise and I can learn from their mistakes. Um, one last thing before jumping to the bonus part of this podcast, the, the bonus of the bonus, is what I call having counter movements. Sometimes, as I told you, the market is like your opponent. You can hit with a jab, but sometimes your opponent is strong. Your opponent is, is um, fast. So you need to cover yourself. In boxing, there is something that is called the turtle guard, la guardia tortuga. What is this turtle guard in business? There are many ways, many versions. Let me show you fast too, and I can expand on this maybe on other podcasts. But one of my favorite is when you cannot close sales because maybe the market is not in your favor. Maybe it's not the best time in the year. Maybe there is a manifestation in your country, a classic from Peru. In that moment, I don't focus in sales. I focus what? In improving more the skill and in branding. That is one of the four ways. The other way, for example, is understanding that maybe you are targeting the wrong people. So in the same way, like if you are going to fight, you don't want to fight a Mike Tyson, right? You want to fight someone that is, that is easy to beat and also someone that likes the thing that you have to offer. In the, in, in the case of Inglés Paracholos, I was offering to people that were already studying English. Those people don't want to learn English. They just want to get the degree. So how can we target the people that really value our job? There is a phrase from this guy, a capitalist nomad, that says, go when you are treated best. And I would say, offer your service when people value the best your effort. This is the podcast. I just want to include this part of um, uh, Ty Lopez. Because as I mentioned, I was talking with my, with my trainees, con mis uh, alumnos de coaching, the English teachers. And they told me that their students are having anxiety. And Ty Lopez today just dropped, just before recording this podcast, 
he dropped a video on YouTube that is exactly the answer of the problem. And he said, the problem that people are experiencing this day is because isolation is due to isolation, aislamiento. When you have other people and sometimes you have a problem that is minor, you can go back in your life, check all the problems that in the moment look like huge uh, problems. And now you say, no, that thing was not that big. Many times you realize that with time, after some years, after some months, yeah, that was not like a big deal. If you are surrounded with the right people, the right people will tell, hey, you know, that is not a big deal. You just need to do this. But if we isolate ourselves, now everything that is out of our area of knowledge is a big deal because we don't know how to fix it. So the best way is gathering with a winner team. We need a winner team that wants the best of us. Let's remember, friends don't compete between them. Friends support. And just one extra thing that he mentioned that for me was genius is the problem of having like fake standards. I, I have a lot of friends that they, they look good. They are good looking. And they say, no, I am ugly. Women don't pay attention to me because I am ugly. Yes, you are ugly if you are comparing yourself, I don't know, with the European man, with the tall European man. Yes, but if you compare yourself with the guys here in Peru, you are a fucking supermodel. <laughs> so you understand the point. It's like, don't try to compete with the top 1% of people in beauty or in money on social media. Also, this goes for women. Women who have like false standards. They see like a like a actor, like a celebrity or a so popular business person on social media. And they say, yes, yes, that is the guy that I want to date. Yes, but that is kind of <laughs> so out of your league. Let's try to be more real and let's try to connect with the people that we have around us. When we land our expectations and also when we have real interaction with people, you will find out that life is better than it looks. I told you this yesterday, I'm trying to go to the beach twice per week now. Once per week is good, twice per week is better, but at least this should be mandatory. This should be like a law that all the countries should run. And it's one nature interaction per week. Una, un encuentro con la naturaleza per week. And the parks shouldn't count because the park is basically the city. I'm talking about a moment when you really, really isolate from technology. And that is also important. If you go to the beach and you keep texting, no, you are not isolated. Your brain is not there. It's a moment with no cell phone. And yesterday, this guy, Gracie, he said that the benefit of sports is that they don't allow you to have your cell phone next to you. And that is not happening with the gym. People who go to the gym, they are still texting. So it's not your escape. When I do my exercise, I spend two hours with no cell phone. It's true that maybe at the middle of the workout, I will go to check if there's an emergency or something like that. But most of the time, time, I don't have the cell phone next to me. First, because I really want to disconnect. And second, because I don't trust the people in SmartFit. <laughs> Imagine like 200 webonazos in the same training room and you trust that nobody's going to steal yourself. I don't know how people trust, but I don't know. <laughs> I kind of hesitate to leave my S23 in a random floor in an, at any gym. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Balta on Spotify. And if you want to text me, you can go to this WhatsApp, más 51 98 90 23 986.